Okay, we're going to learn, continue learning the laws of cleaning your clothing on uh, Last week, we started to touch on a specific garment that Allah considers to be more um, important than other garments, and therefore, uh, even slight uh, effort in cleaning the garment is considered to be in the category of malamid, in the category of a biblical prohibition of washing clothing on Shabbos. And that is, if you have a brand new black garment that you care about, uh, you're makbed on it, you care about this brand new black garment, so since even the slightest uh, stain ruins the, the uh, garment, so taking away that stain is considered tantamount to washing the garment. So although you didn't wash it, you're just, you're just dusting it off, but that's in the same category as washing it, and therefore it is, it is considered, in some instances, as a biblical prohibition, according to some, rabbinic prohibition, according to others. Just uh, before we talk about regular garments, which I'm going to give some tonight some clarity on the subject of regular garments, um, but before we get to the regular garments, I just want to qualify these three adjectives that we're using. That you care about it, that it's new. Um, if you don't care about it, you know for sure I do not care about this garment. So then it's not in the same status. And cleaning it lightly, which we'll see soon what that means with fresh regular garments, would be okay. If it's, a, if it's a black garment and it's new, but you know you don't care about it, it's okay. It does not have the same status as a, as a regular black garment. Um, let's say you care about it, but not because you care, not because it's so dirty that you wouldn't wear it, but because of a certain circumstance. Like let's say you're going to meet someone and you don't want them to have the wrong impression about religious people and your religious person. You're thinking if you have this stain, it'll look bad in their eyes, and therefore we'll make sure they get the stain off. So that does not, it's not considered that you care about it. It's just because of a circumstance, not considered the garment in itself, you intrinsically care about the garment. It's more like you are concerned about this garment because of the circumstance, because of, of what's happening right now. Um, but if it is indeed a black garment, that's new, and that you care about it, so not only is it forbidden to uh, remove it, remove, that, remove it, the dust or the stain uh, with, with a brush or to rub it, but even just to use your hands to, to take off that stain is an issue. Um, and even if it happened immediately, meaning uh, may, may, some people, you know, when something falls on the floor, they make the joke about the five-second rule, right? The, the germs don't get onto it. So there is a discussion in halacha about a stain. If, if, if the stain was went on the garment, but did it become fully absorbed in the garment. So even if it did not get absorbed in the garment, it is still an issue. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make it any better. Um, if there is a great need to remove the stain, so and it, in, the, in this instance where it is a brand new black garment that you care about, and therefore even the slightest uh, cleaning it is considered tantamount to the biblical prohibition of malabin, so then you're not allowed to clean it yourself. However, you're allowed to ask a non-Jew to clean it for you. If there is no non-Jew to do it for you, so there, and there's a great need for you to clean this garment, so according to Rabbi Farkash in uh, his Sefer, he says you're allowed to do it yourself with a shinoi. A shinoi means you make a slight change. Instead of cleaning it the regular way, 
you change you 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 shake it out in a in a in a unusual way. Uh, let's say, so so even though it, it is this brand new black garment, but it really it's it's a it's a situation and it's very important to you. So you're allowed to ask an Andre to clean it for you, or to do it yourself if you do a shinoi. In general, when you the thirty nine malachas only forbidden biblically if you do them in the regular way. If you make a shinoi, you can do it with, if you do the same action with a change. It it, it 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 depending on what the change is, it then is in the status of a rabbinic prohibition, which is lighter. And regards to this stain in the first place, if it's just a, a stain with dust, there are those of the opinion which say that it's not really considered uh, cleaning the garment. If it's stained with, with, with something that's wet and moist and it's sticking onto it, so then that's when the halacha puts this classification on this black garment and says that it's in the category Cleaning is in the category of Malabi. Yeah, it's only black garments. Only black garments so far. So that's so. So there are. So since the Alter is wording it uh, regarding these brand new black garments and cleaning the dust off them, the Alter is wording is it's good to be concerned for this opinion. And since he doesn't write in such a strong pro language of prohibition, because of the opinion opinions which say that it's it's not so bad if it's just the dust of it, something it's just it's something that's dry. It's not. So, so because of that, Rabbi Farkash says, if, you, if, if it's very important to you and it's, uh, uh, you're able to remove it with slightly dusting it off, um, it would be okay to lightly dust off this black garment with, albeit with, a shinoi with it doing something which is unusual. Um, and unusual doesn't mean you're making a face when you're doing it. <laughs> unusual doesn't mean you're singing a funny song. Unusual means you're doing the same action in a way that you wouldn't ordinarily do it during the week. Um, let's say... Uh, to, to, to uh, use, use your elbows or something, or something that, that that's not the regular way of doing the, that specific action. But again, even in this instance, you're not allowed to do something with this garment, with this black, bland, brand new black garment, that you wouldn't be able to do with a regular garment. Just as a dispensation, in a case where it really, really matters to you to have the same halachic status as a regular garment. But as we'll see in a second, the regular garment, there are many halachas in regular garment as well. We're just saying that the, the, the additional stringency on the brand new black garment is, is uh, according to, to Rabbi Farkash, you don't have to be concerned about it in a situation where you are really care about it and, and you're allowed to make a shinim, you can make a change and clean it with a softly dusting it off with your hand. Okay. Um, what if, before we get to regular garments, just one more point about this brand new black garment that you care about. Let's say Yehuda has a stain. And I know Yehuda, um, he cares about it, but I don't care about it. So then there are differences of opinion among the poskim. Do we consider this as someone who cares about it, doesn't care about it, it's not so clear. So, and therefore you shouldn't remove the, the stain. However, if I care about it, according to everybody, that would be an issue. So although I'm trying to move the stain from him, but it's not my garment, still, because I would care about this stain, it is considered like, when I clean the stain off of this garment that's on him, it still has the same status as the brand new black garment that I care about. Because it was your garment you care about. Right. And also, I, I yeah, and also, I, I, I am, when I'm looking at the garment, I'm trying to make the garment look, look clean. For me, that garment is a dirty garment. I have to make it look clean. Um, uh... Okay, one more halacha which I want to mention before we get into regular garments, and that is, let's say someone walks into a house and they have on their shoes dust, dirt, 
and they cause an imprint of certain letters in the floor because of the way their shoes are made. Are you allowed to wipe the floor and take away those letters? So there are differences of opinion about this, but the but the is bottom line is that you should not remove the you should not you should not uh, sweep the letters and erase the letters, even though um, the letters are just formed without the person didn't intend to to make the letters on your floor. He just had his shoe was in a certain way that the shoe. Uh, naturally, because of the um, what he stepped on, he has dirt on his on his shoes, and his shoes have, have letters on them. So, um, so, so you're it's according to some place you're allowed to sweep, according to other places you're not allowed to sweep, and therefore it's better halachically you should not sweep the floor in that s- scenario. Now, in the moment we've all been waiting for, regular garments. There are two kinds of stains we could be talking about. We could be talking about a stain which is a dry stain or a stain which is a moist stain. Let's talk about moist stains first. Regarding a moist stain, an irregular garment, an older garment, not a black garment, an older garment, and it has a moist stain on it. So, there are several things you could do. First of all, you could use a kerchief, a handkerchief, a tissue, to remove the substance of that stain, number one. Number two, you could also hold on to the other side of the garment and to rub it from the other side. The reason why that's allowed is because it's not obvious that you're whitening the garment because it's not because since the the um, stain is being hidden by your hands because you're holding it from the other side. So therefore, if you were to to hold on to the side of the garment where the stain was, then that's in that scenario will be obvious that you are cleaning the garment. Then it'll be forbidden. However, since you're holding it from the other side, it's not so obvious that you're cleaning the garment. And therefore, you're allowed to hold it from the other side, and you're allowed to rub it from the other side when it's a moist stain. So you could either use a, um, a, a tissue to remove the stain when it's moist, or you could rub it from the other side. Both things are okay. You're certainly not allowed to add water to it. That's a biblical prohibition to add water to any kind of stain on Shabbos. And even if there's no stain on something, um, as we learned in previous weeks, you're not allowed to soak any garment in general on Shabbos. Um, in recent situations, we want to. There, there are 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 exceptions, but that's that's a general rule. Now let's talk about a dry stain. A you're cleaning it, yeah. or you could take a, a tissue and take it off. Okay, or one more th- a third thing: you're allowed to take the uh, tip of a knife and to scrape it with the tip of a knife. It's also, that's, yes, it's like also. On a white shirt and um, making kaish and it spills wine. Wine? What are you going to do with wine? Can, 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 even if it was during the week, what are you going to do with the wine? What do you do with it? You yeah. throw hydrogen peroxide, you put cold water immediately, but you can't do it on Shabbos, no? So, that's a good question. Um, I let it put any. So, um, I. Um, there is some things a lot of put on, on on a stain on Shabbos, uh, but I don't think. Um, let's get to the next week, which is We'll talk about next week. But if I put something on top of the stain, in, in general, the answer is no. But uh, there is an exception. We'll get to that that, that exception next week. Um, let's talk about the dry stains now. Dry stains. There's two issues. The first issue is it's a regular stain. Regular stain. A lot of clean, clean clothing on Shabbos. There's an additional issue with the dry stain. And that is that when 
if it's if the dry stain has mamashas has substance to it, and you try to take this dry thing which has which has become attached, let's say you have oatmeal or something uh, attached to your clothing, so you're going to be grinding it by, by taking off the stain with the, it doesn't matter how you're taking it off, it's going to cause the break into tiny pieces, which is the same category of the other malacha of grinding on Shabbos. Therefore, if there's substance to the to the uh, stain, there is a problem of removing it on Shabbos. It's so toichin. So the Alter Rebbe says that because of that, it's, not, it's considered a rabbinical issue. So it's not considered a biblical issue, but it's a little rabbinical issue, and therefore not to do it. You're right. Usually, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. The, the Alter Rebbe says that usually all the malachas, your intent doesn't matter so much. But regarding the luck of grinding specifically, he says that line. He says, because your intent is not to grind, it's not considered the biblical prohibition of grinding. It's only considered the rabbinical prohibition. But in other malachas, it doesn't matter what your, pro- what your intent is. It's still considered a, a prohibition whether or not that was your intent. Hey. Enjoy the class. Okay, fantastic. Let me go to the bar. Fantastic. So, so, but it didn't sound like it. Did Jewish attention matter if you cared about the black on If you cared about it and you were cleaning it because you cared about it, then it was a problem. But if you don't care about it, then it's not. He's talking about you don't care to grind it. You're not interested in grinding. We're talking about a malacha. We're not talking about this. Because, because so the author says, since your intent is not to grind it, yeah. it's not going to say the biblical prohibition of right. grinding. Your intent take, it, it extricates it from this biblical prohibition of grinding just because of your intent, which is an unusual thing. Other malachas, your intent doesn't matter. Here, your intent does matter, and therefore, it's not considered... The language of the al is not considered the derech, the manner of grinding. Because your intent is not... Your, the manner of grinding is when you grind something when you only yeah. get small pieces out of it. Because every time that we walk and move in a world, there's friction, and therefore, the things are being polarized on some level. And so there's always... That's why intention would have to matter. Okay. Otherwise, we would always be grinding, right? All right. But, but I'm sorry. Didn't it matter? <laughs> didn't it matter though that that our, I'm sorry. I'm, I know you're. I know you're on your wits end, maybe with me. But, uh, no, no, no. I enjoy you. General, Questions general, make us understand. The Talmud says that from my students, I understand. I, I learned more than anybody else, right? But didn't you say about the black garment? If it's a brand new black garment, yes. And you don't care about it, yes. Uh, then um, it's the same as a regular garment. Yeah. Which we'll talk. Now we're talking the regular garment. A brand new black garment you don't care about at all is the same status as a regular garment. Right. If you know, if you're not sure you care about it, you have to be machet, to be strict and considered as if you do care about it. But if you know you don't care about it, it's the same status as a regular garment, which we're going to talk about now. Okay, okay. But, so intention does matter if you care about it. But it's not the same because we're not dealing with the entire <laughs> He's talking about your intent of grinding the crumbs that are on the garment. Okay. You're talking about the status of the garment. And both things, your intent matters. We consider the status of the garment to be more important if you care about it and to be less important if you don't bear it. And therefore, the, uh, is, are you whitening the garment or not it, it is affected by what the garment is. If it's a very important garment to you, yeah. so then that, just moving a crumb of it is, is considered whitening the garment. What's oh. a garment? But <laughs> I should say removing a crumb because, because according to everyone, removing a feather or something which is totally external is not considered cleaning at all, except for the Mishnah Buddha. Mishnah Buddha is very strict, and he says by a black, brand new black garment, he says, you're not allowed to even remove uh, crumbs from it. Anyways, that's a, re- re- that, but most uh, we say... Live? We live here? We're live. We're live. Yes. We're live. Okay. You hear that? We're live. Are you doing like a thing? Okay. Okay, let's get back to a dry stain. 
So we discussed a dry stain where there is substance to the stain and you are having an issue with removing it because you're grinding it. What if there is no issue of grinding it? There are two possible scenarios why there's no issue of grinding it. One scenario is where this thing has been ground already. It's been ground already. That doesn't mean... There are some which say that uh, all dust, all, all sand... Is, is, is considered like it's ground because it's already in little pieces. But others say that just because something is in little pieces doesn't mean it's ground, it has to be actually... But, but the bottom line is, once something has been ground, if it has been ground, th- there's a rule in the Talmud, there is no grinding after grinding. So therefore, there is no possibility of transgressing the prohibition of grinding once something has been ground already. So, if you have something which has been ground already... And now, let's say, I guess in the scenario, scenario I gave of the, of the oatmeal, oatmeal, let's say the oatmeal has already been ground, and now it's stuck to your garments, so you can't say really you're grinding it again. Well, here, that would be a good example. So, so you would be allowed to remove it with a knife, t- to uh, remove it with a knife, um, and it wouldn't be considered grinding, I would think, because it's already ground. There's no grinding after grinding. Um, oatmeal is not ground. It's not ground? It's, it's uh, whole wheat kernels, that are, that are dried and pressed, and then you just heat them up, and they turn into um, um, porridge, like um, okay. So, so yeah. I take that back then. Okay. Like it was like maybe instant potatoes or something. It's, it's, it's instant potatoes, and, and it got a, a clump of instant potatoes and dried on your gum. It's correcting rep. It's doing good. Yes. <laughs> so instant potatoes, you're saying that they are ground, and the okay. Okay, so can you remove the instant potatoes from your garment? So, so to use a knife to remove them, by the way, the Mishnah Brewer says you shouldn't use the, the, the edge of the knife, because the Mishnah Brewer in general, his opinion is, you're never allowed to turn the garment back to its original state. If you turn it completely to its original state, there's an issue there. And therefore he says, you're only allowed to uh, take off with the side of the knife, not with, the, not with the point of the knife, but the Alter Rebbe doesn't maintain that opinion. The Alter Rebbe holds, you're allowed to even use the point of the knife, which will cause the garment to come completely clean. You've got to scrape off the stain completely, as long as it's not grinding. Another scenario wouldn't, wouldn't be grinding is if there's no substance there, and there's just dust. So according to the Alter Rebbe, you're allowed to take the knife and to... And to um, and the dust and to uh, scrape it off. To scrape it it off. off. Thank scrape you very much. Off. Thank you. What kind of garment are we talking about here? I know it's the a shirt. A shirt. A suit. A suit. Okay. Pants. All right. Clothing. Anything but a, not a blank, brand new black one. Okay. So you, what about rubbing it? So the Al-Tarebbe talks about rubbing a stain which is moist. He does not talk about rubbing a stain which is dry. But it would seem that the only additional stringency that exists by the, uh, by the dry stain is only the issue of grinding. So if you only have the appearance of dust on it and you don't have actual substance of, of the stain, just have the appearance of a stain of, of the dust on it, but not the actual substance, it would seem, according to the Alter Rebbe, although the Alter doesn't say this explicitly, it would seem that not only could you take it away with a knife, we are also able to do the same thing you do with a wet stain, which is to hold it from the other side 
and to rub both sides of the garment against each other. The only problem with saying that is there are many poiskim which have an issue in general with rubbing a dry stain. So there's a dry stain, you're allowed to dust it lightly, but rubbing it, they say, is a problem. But it seems that if you're just going to hold it from the other side and to, and to rub both sides of the garment against each other, that may be okay, providing that there is uh, no substance of the, gar- of the stain, therefore there's no issue of grinding, and it, it wouldn't be, seem to be worse than the moist stain. But again, the author doesn't say that clearly. Clearly, he only says, is, but he talks about removing the appearance of the stain with a knife, but it seems, and Zari Farkash says also, that you would also be allowed to take both sides of the garment with a dry stain and rub them against each other. So, bottom line, what can you do with a dry garment, with a dry stain on a garment? You could lightly shake it off, you could lightly dust it off, you could uh, take a knife and to clean off the particles from it, um, and you could take a brush and also brush it off lightly according to according to the Alter. According to Mishabrura, you can't really brush it off. Halacha says, Halacha says that you can't use a brush that bristles will get broken. Which sounds like if the bristles won't get broken, there's no issue. But the Mishabrura is very strict about this, and he says even if the bristles won't get broken off, he still has an issue with using a brush. He considers using a brush to be a, a certain second tier up of cleaning, and therefore he says even to, to, even to use a brush for a regular garment, he's not so keen on, unless you're just trying to remove, in one, in one place he writes, only if you're removing just dust, but not something, not a stain, you can't use a brush to remove a stain, but according to Rabbi Farakash, he says that as long as, based according to Dr. Rebbe's opinion, he says that if you're, you could use a brush to dust something off uh, of it, uh, and it's, it's not an issue. Um, the, the the issue uh, if something could, could if you can remove the stain by shaking it off, you could also remove the stain by brushing it off as well. Um, but you can't rub a stain on Shabbos. So I, I, I know I tried to say a conclusion a second ago, but I think I said too many details. You can't rub a stain on Shabbos. You possibly it seems you could rub a stain from with the garment itself against each other, but to rub it just with your hands is a problem. Uh, to use a knife is okay. With a moist stain, you could rub it from both sides. And you could also use a knife. Even the point of the knife. And um, I think that's what I want to cover today. Um, and it seems like a, 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 a carpet has the same status as a, a garment that you don't care about so much. The same status that you could shake it off, you could dust it off. But again, uh, lightly, not and not not rubbing it, and not. Uh, uh, I didn't know someone could talk so long about a garment. This is very fascinating, very yeah. interesting stuff. All right, all right. Stuff. Any questions or comments or criticism of tomatoes or cucumbers? So, if you, if you spilled wine on the carpet, is yeah. there anything you could do? It's called oxyclean. Buy a target. So, so he asked about about about, uh, the, about using of his stain. Can you put can you put an item on the stain on Shabbos in order to soak up the stain? So there is something that we're going to discuss next week about that, Mitzvahim, uh, about uh, it, it, what to do with a stain that's getting absorbed into something. Can you put something on it? Uh, can you put what's called talcum talcum powder on it or something like that? Mm-hmm. We'll get to the Mitzvahim next week. All right, to be continued.